I didn't realize it at the time, but one of my favorite early spiritual practices was certainly listening to music. One practice was to get a new record, take it very carefully out of the sleeve as my dad taught me, it's a very sacred object, you know, and gently place it on the turntable. Then find a place to listen to side one, and hopefully the record has an insert with lyrics, and you can just listen and read along. Still today, there are songs I love that I have no idea what the lyrics are. I just make them up, but not those albums I grew up with. For those of us who love to listen to music on our iPhones, it's a different experience than when I was young. The main reason for me, perhaps, is shuffle. I am not a part of the shuffle generation. It's like the 2010s weren't a time in themselves, but a mix of the 60s, 70s, 80s, and so on. I mean, I know there was great music made the last decade that I like, but I have to think about it because it got mixed in between Beatles and Van Morrison songs. So listening to music on shuffle, you miss out on two important things. One, the power of a whole album. There's something about the sequence, the build-up, the overall experience of an album, even the filler tracks, that you just don't get with the anticipation of wondering what song will come next. Second, you can miss the chronological effect of music. Listening to music isn't necessarily nostalgia for me, it's appreciation. Appreciation of past experiences and who I am in relationship with them now. This can be chronological in the way of time, but also in terms of our own experiences. In Nick Hornby's High Fidelity, the main character organizes his records chronologically by when he got them. I love the 80s band The Human League and had their records before Beatles albums, so The Human League technically comes first. Of course, then, there's the great art of the mixtape. When making an actual mixtape, there was always the question of track order, as well as to what to start side two off with, or answering the ethical question, was it okay to cut off a song, much less to continue it onto side two? Mix CDs were a great way to sum up a mood, or send a love letter, or impress a friend. This too is a kind of spiritual practice. And so I invite you today to ask yourself, what are 10 songs that define your love life? What are 10 songs that define your achievements? What are 10 songs that define your relationship with your grandparents? See, it can be quite powerful. You can share with others or keep to yourself, but be mindful in your preparation, kind in your choices, and do, most importantly, listen.